Hello and welcome, Read, Pray, Share family. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast episode. Today's episode comes from a Bible study lesson led by Sean Pierce. This will be the third installment of our Who Am I and Whose Am I series, and this is titled I Am Valuable. We pray that it blesses you in totality. Enjoy. So I want to pray a sin real quick, and then we're going to jump right into today's um, Bible study. So if you're by your head and close your eyes, dear Holy Father, we just thank you first and foremost for allowing us to be able to see another day, Lord God. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to, to be able to wake up in our right minds, Lord God, to a day that we don't even deserve, we can never buy or earn, Lord God, but through your grace and your mercy, you allow us to be able to see it, Lord God. We just thank you for all that you have in store for today. We thank you for everything that you're doing, not even just today. Uh, but what you have in store for us for the rest of our lives, oh God. We thank you that there is more for us uh, through you, oh God. We just pray that the Holy Spirit just have his way in this Bible study, oh God. Remove me and use me and allow what, what is to be said, that it may be truth, that it may be uh, something that we can live on, oh God. Just continue just to allow us to open our hearts and our minds to today, oh God, and be able to take from today to better our lives and better the kingdom. We thank you, Lord. I ask you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, and continue just to allow us to live for you and through you. And we ask to see your name in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so uh, to jump right into this, so the title of today's message is simple, um, very simple, and it is three words, and it is I am valuable. And so um, I really want us to, to, to say these words a couple of times to ourselves. I want you to say that to yourself. I am valuable um, because I, I feel like, you know, through this lifetime, even my own life, we've told ourselves more times of how unvaluable we are because of different things. Uh, than telling ourselves truly how valuable we, we really are. And so to start this off, I really want us to even just declare that to ourselves that I am valuable because you are valuable. And so we're going to look at First Peter chapter 2, verse uh, uh, verse 9, and it's only a couple of words um, in that verse that we're going to pay attention to today, and, and I'm going to read them right now. And so it says, you are a holy nation, God's special possession. And that is from the NIV version, but I also want to read another version that comes from ERV. And it says, you are a holy nation, people who belong to God. And so I want to take two words out of, out of uh, both of those um, verses. And the first word is holy. And, and the other word is belong. If we think about holy, we think about the meaning of, of holy is to be set apart or sacred. Um, and just as examples on holy. Uh, the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible, what we read is valuable. It's a valuable tool. It, it has a lot of value uh, for our lives. When you think about holy matrimony, it's a, it's a Christian marriage. Those marriages have are, are, are valuable in kingdom. They're valuable in the kingdom. And so the word belong, we also know that anything that belongs to God that is his special possession is valuable. <clears throat> and in this verse, as we read this, it says, you are so it's telling us that you are holy you are valuable then it says you uh are people that who belong to god you are god's special possession so this verse alone tells us how valuable we are but we're going to dive into uh really understand how valuable we, we are to god and so the first point today when we think about um being valuable is really key to our identity and so the first point today i want to talk about is um anything that is of value or valuable is usually based on how the creator sees it and measures it. So for some examples, oh, ham and shea have books. 
And those books are valuable to them because they spent time with God on getting the material for these books. They spent time on uh, thinking about how much to sell these books of value for. We think about um, a Rolex. We think about a Rolex. When a Rolex, a company uh, with a Rolex, if you look at the price, the price is so much because of the value that they put on this watch, the, the time that they take to take these, these different types of, of um, expensive um, watch material to create this, to create the value of the watch that they, may sell, that they now sell it to you. But the value of it is made by the creator. If we think about Jordan shoes, um, I love Jordan shoes. I've been loving them since I was a little kid. I know the value of Jordan shoes because I own a lot of them. Um, and on the record, a lot of them have not been worn. And so I understand the value of them to the point where I, I don't even wear some of them. And some people will probably look at me crazy and be like, you wasted the money. But to me, I see the value of the Jordan shoe. And so, but not everybody sees that. For example, uh, Angie don't see it the same way. If you ask Angie about my Jordan shoe, she's going to tell me to give them away or to sell them. But I don't see it that way because I see the value of the shoe. And so we must know when we think about value that it's something that always will start and end with how the creator sees it and measures it. And so with us knowing that, it brings me to my second point that the value of me is based on who my creator is. And so I have a simple question, but a powerful question to me that I feel like each one of us has to answer before we can even move further in this, in, this, in this Bible study talking about how valuable we are. And this question is simple. Who is your creator? It's very simple but powerful. Who is your creator? And I want you to actually think about that. And you shouldn't have to think long. And if you do, at the end of this message, I hope that I answer this question for you. But who is my creator? And this answer uh, that you get to this question reveals the value of you. And so the question for me is God. God is my creator. And he tells me in Matthew 10, 29 through 31, a glimpse of how valuable I am to him. He says in verse 29, what is the price of two sparrows? One copper penny? Question. But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. Verse 30, it says, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Verse 31 says, so do not be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. So I understand how valuable I am to God by that one verse. But let's be honest, it has not always been the case. That has not always been the case where I understood, I understood the value I had in God. And so I've allowed how people see me to put a value on me uh, that move God out of the seat of my creator and put a flawed person or a thing there. I allow the opinions of people to sit in a seat that they aren't even valuable enough to sit in. And yes, I said they're not valuable enough to sit in that seat because no one, and I mean not, no one can fill the chair of the one who created us. But not just other people, not just other things, even myself. I did this to myself and I moved God out of the seat of creator and allowed whatever to sit there to put a value on me. For example, I've allowed the high of a piece of success, I, I, I've allowed the high of a piece of success get me uh, 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 
get God out of that seat and put a temporary value on me that only lasts a little while. I've allowed some mistakes that I, I made to sit in a seat that only my creator should sit in that put a value that left me feeling lower than what God felt about me. But catch this. I want you to write this down. What I allow God, let me start over. What I allow to move God out of the seat of creator and value me will always be a counterfeit. I want to say that again. What I allow to move God out of the seat of creator and value me and put a value on me will always be a counterfeit. Say it one more time. What I allow to move God out of the seat of creator and put a value on me will always be a counterfeit. If we turn to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, it says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our own image to be like us. So to allow anything to value you other than who created you is criticizing and downplaying what God did for you and to you. He created you in his image. So anything other than what he labeled you is against what he did for you and what he did, what he did to you. So I have another question for you. And we're going to take a little bit of time on this question because I really truly believe this question separates us from knowing our value and knowing what we've placed that's a counterfeit that has put a value on us. So this question is, what in your life right now has moved God out of the seat of creator and is now put a value on you that's under what God has said about you? We're going to take some time with this because I really want us to think about this. I want us to, to take a, a minute right now to, to write something down. If it is so, that is, we've moved out of the seat of God, our creator. All right, let me repeat the question. What in your life right now have you placed in, a, in the seat of God, our creator, and has now put a value on you that's underneath what God has said about you. What in your life right now has moved God out of the seat of creator, moved him out of the seat of creator, and is now under the, has now put a value of you, on you, that is under what God has said about you. And I didn't put this in my notes, but I really feel this strongly that I should say this. It doesn't matter what it is. It can feel like a high. It can feel like a piece of success. But that value is always going to be under what God has said about you. It could be something very bad. It could be something that caused you to, to think of yourself less. That's always going to be under what God has said about you. So no matter if it's real good or real bad, it's always under what God has put a value on you as. It's always going to be under. So I really want to a little bit more time. What in your life right now has moved God out of the seat of creator and has now put a value on, on you that's under what God has said about you? And I want you to hold on to that. And so this third point for today, this third point, uh, and one of my favorite points is a statement. And this statement needs to be what we declare moving on from this day forward. And it's, it's simply this. I am valuable because God said it. 
I am valuable because God said it. I want to read the verse one more time. It says, you are a holy nation, people that belong to God. So no piece of success, no trial or tribulation, no name somebody has labeled you, true or untrue, no mistake, no friend, no flaw, no job, no house, no car, no family member, no friend. And for sure not, the devil will be able to measure your value because simply they did not create you. You are valuable, not by good or bad that you've done, but because of simply who your creator is. So the next time any of these things come up, success, trial, tribulation, a name somebody calls you, again, true or untrue, and something that the devil tries to plant in you, it should always be the response of, I am valuable because God has said so. It should never be a question about, well, maybe they're right. Maybe maybe what I did was too bad. Maybe, maybe the success is better than what God said. Whatever it is, it always should be the response of my value does not rely on the good or the bad, but my value is set already at a bar because God has already told me my value. And so I want to move forward to say this, that as we walk this journey, I truly not only want to just leave you with that, but I want to really give you biblical context of how God truly says that you are valuable. I really want you to understand the value that God has truly put on you as a child of God. And so the first one I want you to write down, and I want you to keep these three points, these next three points, I really want you to keep with you on this journey. Okay, so the first the first part I want you to keep is I am so valuable to God that God took God himself took his time with me. And I'm going to say this one more time. I am so valuable to God that God himself took his time with me. And, and it sounds a little funny, but as I thought about it, I was like, this is so powerful because I let things that don't take any time with labeling me and any time to criticize and, and do things to me that, that, that creates a different value in my head and puts me below what God said about me, not even realizing that God took his time with not even the creation of the world and not even the, the moon and the stars and the, and the grass and the, and, and the buildings and all that, but he took his time with each one of us. And that's found in Psalms 139, verse 13. He says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Verse 14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Verse 15, it says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in that secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Verse 16, it says, your eyes saw my unformed body and all the days obtained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. I really hope that you look, that you that you pay attention to this verse, Psalms 139, 13 through 16. I want to read it one more time. It says, for you created me in my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. He's taking time with you. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Verse 15 says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body and all the days 
uh, ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. He took his time with you. You're so valuable to God that you, even though he knew what you were going to do, even though he knew how much you were going to go do that was against him, even though he knew that it was a, it, it was a, I'm going, I'm going ahead of myself, but even though he knew you, before you knew you, he still took his time with you because of how valuable you are. The second thing I want, the second verse I want to look at is Ephesians 2 and 10. He says, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. He didn't just take his time creating you, but he took his time with creating what he has for you before you even accepted him. You were of that much value. I want to go to this next point. Not only did he take his time with you as your as take his time with you as your creator, but also he gifted you with the ability for for salvation on a maybe that you would accept. Now this blessed me as I was writing this down because God gave us the ability to get in right standing and be able to secure eternal life even though it was a maybe that we would accept and be transformed. That's good to me because as we think about Jesus, Jesus on the cross and endured all this pain and agony for just a maybe that we would accept. If we think about it, everybody on this earth is not a Christian. Everybody that's walking this life right now has not accepted Christ, but he died for all of us. So not only did, he, did God take his time for us, not only did, 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 did he create us and take time with create us in a secret place, but he also gave us the ability to get in right standing with him through sending his son to die for us on a maybe. Not even a for sure yes, but on a maybe. And so I want to go to Romans 5, chapter 8. In the, in, in the point of this, you can write this point down as he sent us a savior. Romans 5 and 8, it says, but God demonstrated in his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were still sinners, it was a maybe, but Christ went ahead and died for us. Also, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21, it says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him, listen to this, we might become the righteous of God. Meaning one that did not sin took my place so that I might accept and get in right standing and reconcile, reconcile my relationship with God. It was on a mic. Also John 3, 16 that we all know for God so loved the world that he gave his only, his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So he gave us the opportunity to secure our eternal life by sending his son to die for us that we might, maybe, would say yes. So not only did he create us and take his time with us, not only did he send his son on a might, on a maybe, to show us how valuable we really are, 
But this last one really blessed me. And it says that he gave us, he took care of our beginning. He created us. He took his time with creating us. He prepared us for everything that we were going to do. He took his time with us. And then he took care of the end also by giving us the ability to be able to have to secure our, our eternal destination. So he took care of the top. He took care of the end by allowing us to know where we would go when we accepted him. But also he took care of the middle. While we were while we would be on this earth and be trying to figure out what we were supposed to do and how to do the things he prepared us for and where to go and how to do this, he gave us a helper in between. And so we are so valuable that God not only took his time with creating us, he also didn't, he also gave us the ability and took care of the end by securing our eternal death, our eternal destination. But he took care of the, the middle by sending us a helper in the Holy Spirit. I want to go to John 14, 15 through 17, but also uh, John 14, verse 26. And this is Jesus talking. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Verse uh, 15, 16, he says, and I will ask the father. So he had to ask the father to get permission to give us the middle part. And he said, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you will know him for he lives with you and be with you. Jump down to verse 26. It says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So everybody that's on this Bible study, everybody that will listen to this, listen, you are valuable. You are so valuable that God took his time with you. He took care of the beginning. He created you. He took his time. He, he, he put you together in a secret place and prepared you for what you had to do on this earth, your purpose. But not only that, he took care of the end and he sent his son to die for you on a maybe that you might secure your eternal destination. But even then, he took care of the middle by sending you a helper that will teach you and will remind you of everything that Jesus has said to you. So family, as a child of God, you are valuable. You're valuable. So speak that to yourself. Because again, some of us have all our lives allowed what people have said about us, what we've done to put a value on us more than understanding that our value is already set because of God, of what God has done for us and given us the opportunity to be able to walk in fully. So tell yourself, I am valuable. I want to pray real quick. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God. We thank you that you have set the bar for how valuable we are, Lord God. We thank you that you took your time with creating us, Lord God. We thank you that you sent your son to die for us so that we can secure eternal life, Lord God. But we thank you for the helper of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, that's leading us and guiding us and giving us the ability to know and be able to use what you put inside of us to be able to better your kingdom, Lord God. I just declare and decree today that, that we never leave, this, we, that we leave this place never again worrying about or doubting the value of ourselves, Lord God, that we always 
allow the value that you've already set to be who we are, Lord God. We just thank you that you see us so much better than we see ourselves uh, all the time, Lord God. We thank you that, that how you value us has never changed, Lord God, no matter how far we went, no matter how, how deep we went into sin, Lord, Lord God, no matter how much wrong we've done, that your value of us, how you see us, has never changed, Lord God. We just continue to say thank you, Lord, we love you, Lord, we honor you, Lord God. And I just pray that any anybody that's on this call right now or that's going to listen to this, that that is dealing with, with the value of them, Lord God, that's dealing with what's happened in the past, that's, deal, that's dealing with the things that are, that are keeping them below their value, or that's dealing with pride issues that's putting them above how you see them, or, or, or they think it's putting them above how you see them, Lord God, that, that they would, that you would speak to their heart and speak to their mind through this message and allow them to, to accept you and to, and to know that you've already valued them when you created them, that you've already put their value, Lord God, that they, they don't have to put, let other people put a for sale sign or put the clearance sign on them, Lord God, because you've already set the value. So, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We magnify your name, Lord God. Forgive us of our sins, known and unknown. And continue just to clean us up and continue just to make us who we, who we, who you call for us to be. Lord God, it's all in your will, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so I'm going to turn. What a great word, you guys. I pray that that touched you in more ways than one. Um, make sure you share this with a friend or a family member. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Read, Pray, Share. And until next time, continue to do like we always say, and that is read, pray, and share. Remember that you are valuable. Be blessed, you guys.